This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge. Because I just went gay all of a sudden. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. You can act like a man! What's the matter with you? Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. General, would you care to step outside? Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. Oh, oh! First, it's, first he's a he's a hot house flower, and now he's a he's an Arctic teddy bear. This sucks. <laughs> Are you cold? It's a, uh, fuck you, fucking fucking white people. Why do the white people have anything to do? Y'all fucking built for this shit, you fucking Icelandic Viking cold snowy motherfucker. Last time I checked. Last time I checked, Eskimos are brown. Yeah, that, no, that's Eskimos are red or yellow, but they're not brown. This is true. This is, this is true. We don't. I'm colorblind then. Listen. Yeah. Speaking from the brown delegation, <laughs> we deny those claims. And it's 43 degrees right now in my garage. 43 degrees. That's why I feel there. You know what? So you know what it was when I walked out to my car this morning? How cold? 24. And I'm sure you fucking love that. I'm sure you're in I shorts and flip flops. I love fucking, it. I just posted. I just posted on the freaking yeah. socials tonight. We just got our second snowstorm rolling in tonight, and I literally Ooh, just so got fun. an ass load of leaves okay. out to the freaking street. Yes. <laughs> well, you and I, all you and I have to worry about is uh, cold weather. While Chuck okay. has been trying to survive the great wave of diarrhea. We call that El Chorro. It's, it's the locker room, man. We talk about vomiting. everything here. Mm-hmm. Vomiting mm-hmm. all because someone doesn't know how to cook. What oh, did you have? Oh, we got to air some. Are we air? Is this, as we approach Festivus, is this the annual airing of the grievances? Oh, <laughs> oh this is. Oh, it was at a friend's giving. Time already? It was oh. at a friend's giving. And it was at a friend's giving? ate this dude's food, and I was like, oh, yeah. you know. What kind of feel bad no one eats your food. I'll eat it. It's chicken, uh, whatever. I can gut fucking it's chicken. It's chicken. That's not Salmonella. a friend's uh, Well, this is Salmonella. People had brisket. <laughs> it was like a pot. It was a it was a Friendsgiving potluck. No one wanted to do mm-hmm. traditional stuff because they're like, we don't want to be burnt out on it by Thanksgiving. So I sure. get it. We and don't want to like, mess with cool. things like cooking times. Yeah, right, exactly. well, we should have because <laughs> you fucked up. Something happened. So someone was he smoked his chicken, right? But then I found out later that he finished it off in the oven. Is that so a something happened for jerking off in the millennial culture? It, it really is jerking his chicken. I don't know. I keep making those millennial cracks. My dad is fucking seventy something years old. He raised me. 
totally different than all my friends. I asked him for a cell phone. He said, what are you, a fucking drug dealer? Get the fuck out of here. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Sounds like Everyone my people. Cool I asked him for a beeper, and he's like, you fucking drug dealer? Yeah. You, you always yeah. call me a drug dealer. And I was like, the fuck, fuck dude? yeah. Well, that's because well, I wasn't allowed drugs. to have one. No, I wasn't allowed. <laughs> anyway, what he didn't you want saying? me to be some hoodlum. Did you blow, so did you blow an O-ring or not? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so he blew an O-ring. Oh, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. Dude, I spent all Saturday night puking. Sunday, I thought I was okay. And till the middle of the day, I started puking again. And I was like, fuck. Then the cold chills hit again. And then I spent all day Monday vomiting to the point where I didn't have anything to vomit because I wasn't eating. Um, and every time I drink something, I'd puke. Um, but my body was soaking it up that there was no liquid to come out because we'd already absorbed it. And then I started the diarrhea. I shit <laughs> five times. And then in between vomiting I started the diarrhea. On Monday, and and I was talking to one of my buddies because it's been like this is the day five and I feel fucking drained. My body's tired. I'm tired. And I was talking to my buddies and he was like, "This not food poisoning. You've been sick for too long." I said, "No, fuck you, dude. This ain't the stomach flu, bro. This ain't over in 24 hours, dude. Food poisoning. There's Depends like seven the different types poisoning. of food poisoning. Okay, the well, stomach flu this, can be food poisoning. One. Let's let's get this out the stomach." flu the quote-unquote 24-hour diarrhea that's never the flu it's always some sort of gastroenteritis right which is inflamed gastroenteritis whatever i learned all this when i got yeah exactly if you've ever had a digestive problem like i have like most cops most freaking veterans like it it comes with seven different you get bubble guts and but with food poisoning you can get food poisoning the last (laughs) the night you can get last food poisoning that lasts weeks. The yeah, effects of it last a long Dave. time. You can get food poisoning that kills you. you. Oh, so yes. And and you can get it to give it to you permanent arthritis. I know it was bad when my bones started hurting on Monday and my joints. It wasn't just like body ache. Like, oh, I'm sick. No, dude. My fucking joints where I have <laughs> issues. So my whole left side, my shoulder, my hip, my back, my knee, my neck, in fucking on fire in pain and i was like oh what the fuck i didn't want to move and it just hurt every time i moved the joint hurt to the point where i was like i want to rip my joints out of my body it was hurting that bad they were on fire and i was like dude i want them out like this this isn't good to the point where i was like i'm taking a fucking viking i don't care and it made me sick again and i was like i don't give a fuck and i passed out last night um because it was just so much pain and it's just man there's like seven different types, and I got sick within 30 minutes after eating that food. Yeah. And I just thought I overate, but I was like, I don't even eat that much. People are like, it's because you drank. I was like, I had two fucking Michelob Ultras, bro. Like, there's, a f- oh, duels are stronger than that. You say Michelob Ultras? Yeah. <laughs> Look, Michelob well, Ultras, bro, 95 calories. Well, on the Michelob Ultra. Wow. Give me your fucking man card. Was it, wasn't my fucking are, choice. Are you allowed to have Michelob Ultras? It is your choice room? if you put it to your lips and you drink it. <laughs> he did it. There it is. But that's the only thing there. It's the only thing I'm going to be able to <laughs> Well, on that hey, note, welcome to the locker Water? I'm, I'm Tom. Water would have been stronger. I'm Chuck. I'm highly disappointed. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> so no, I didn't drink. By the way, you look like you look like a, a mid seventies painting of a rabbi housewife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like 
You've got the wool shawl and the goatee <laughs> with the nice salt and pepper in it, and you're all scholarly with the glasses. Oh, shit. Drop my phone. <laughs> Rabbi Borgalis. Dropping my Laheim. <laughs> okay. Heim so I wanted to I had a couple of things I want to talk about. And Marco, I, I wanted to make sure you and I got to talk about this because yes. you and I both share similar issues with um Anus? our kids, right? Oh, yeah. And I don't know how much maybe I'll have you explain it so that you can you can explain as much as you're good with. Okay. Mm. The fuck are you talking about? This is a long <laughs> this is a long preface. No. <laughs> so Mark right and I have sons and yes. both of our sons are, you know, attention on deficit disorder on on the spectrum, hyperactive. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Now they're a lot different in age, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. a lot of the things that you've talked to me about and I've talked to you about, sure. um, we've both dealt with. And it's funny is like I've got another buddy about, at work. His son you're is talking about the po- you're talking about the pooping issues. <laughs> oh my god! Other things, to say the least. So, but there's varying degrees of it, right? Like sure. you and I both know. Like I could ease. It's funny. The more I talk to my son's doctors about ADHD and the kind of things it right, does, right. and the kind of ways that psychologists are able to describe it, I'm like, right. Wait. So that the way I have felt every day of my life yes, for the last yes. 45 years is abnormal. That's how I. That's how I've figured it out. Right. I don't know for sure. ADHD. Oh. Right. Like it was I a doctor am, yeah. explained to me what what was wrong with my kid, and I'm like, yeah, but that's. Oh man. I have chipbox, all chipbox, of. Chipbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, they're going through shit with me. With, with, actually, we just had a meeting for my son today, and they were going through stuff for him. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, check, mm-hmm, check. Yeah, I started mm-hmm. throwing yeah, shit in check, there with my check. son just for myself. <laughs> now, was something you diagnosed me at the same time. <laughs> so it was something that I um, had discussed with my kids. I've discussed with mm-hmm. you guys. I've discussed with many, many people. I recently discussed with somebody at work today, um, literally hours okay. ago. Okay. Okay. And it was the concept that never, 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 I guess, underestimate the ability for a handicapped, disabled, or elderly person to be an asshole. 100%. Oh, no, sometimes they're worse. Well, so here's the thing. And and this is, this is right. So this is the context coming from the context of I've seen when, my son has had mm-hmm. behavioral issues as a young child that right. we didn't understand and had to learn how to work through. And then, you know, like my son's, you know, he graduated high school. He's in looking at trade schools. Like he's, it's good to go. He's just a little immature and behind the eight ball in a lot in, in some areas. Right. It's not like I'm trying to give context to the idea that, you and I have dealt with this only on the familial. These are our sons at different ages. Kind right. Of level. Right. Um, so there's a guy. And the reason I bring this up, because there's a guy in England. And I sent you guys this article. He's 27 years old. And he's described in this article as autistic. Mm-hmm. He said he was humiliated. And this is in quotes. Humiliated. Mm-hmm. By police who had told mm-hmm. him, quote, he had too many drinks when he was mugged. Right? Okay. And I thought, wait a minute. Okay. 
I, I now I'm now you have my attention. It has, you know, autistic person, police officers, and alcohol. Like this is this could be a fight in the making in the article. Like what's going on? Sure. But this guy says he was humiliated, right? So this is where I wanted to talk to you about at what point, right? Is this guy accountable for his own actions? And and does uh and Chuck, I want your you to weigh in on this. You've got, you know, you've got a kid who's just getting diagnosed with ADHD. <laughs> you you understand from having these symptoms yourself, right? So this guy says, mm. um, you know, he was out with some friends and he gets mugged, right? Here's how he gets mugged. Uh he see the metropolitan police he had a couple of drinks mm-hmm. when a man he was out for the night with friends and a man approached him and his friend and said hey do you want to buy drugs do you want to buy drugs and he kept saying no i don't want any drugs i have autism so you know it's situations like that where i'm quite vulnerable right now you have my sympathy right okay you're a young guy you're 27 years old you're a little immature you're out you yeah. know and some guy keeps pressuring you to buy drugs then he took me aside and said, come with me. Let's have a chat. And I kept saying, I need to go back to my friends and he wouldn't leave me alone. And I withdrew my money just to get him to go. He took, uh, he took me back to my friends and then lifted me up trying to uh, do it in a friendly way. Then he took my phone out of my pocket. And when I got back to the bar, I realized my phone was gone. So you got mugged. First of all, you get your, you get your pocket picked, right? Yeah. Pick right. Pocket, I wouldn't call it you, yeah. I, I would like, yeah. Depending on willfully what your definition his of money. mugging is, right? Like if it was a robbery on the street, okay, you got mugged. But this guy snatched your phone out your pocket. Right. So he says that the man then used his device to, to make 400, again, it's the UK, 400 pounds mm-hmm. uh, worth of purchases on his Apple Pay. But mm-hmm. he got the money back from his bank. So he's not actually the victim of any, He you know, he's the victim of the theft. Right, but he's not out any money out of his account because the the mm-hmm. bank paid him back. Sure, and then he goes to the police and says, "When I talked to the police, they told me there's nothing they could do. They said my description mm-hmm. is vague, oh, and fuck. even even though my explic ex, uh, my description of him was explicit, they also said that he didn't have any identifying features." But there was a glimmer of hope when I got home and a phone call and they took a statement from me. And then I was told there was insufficient evidence and that I had had too many drinks. And I remembered the events vividly and gave the police leads to CCTV. So basically you have this victim saying that he got drunk outside a club and got his phone stolen out of his pocket. Mm -hmm. Now here's where he says he, he says he has a case where the police aren't investigating it properly right okay I, I understand why you would think that um you really don't have sufficient evidence if you if if there's no, no leads to go on you know it's not like he's handing him a freaking location on the phone saying hey i just pinged my phone and this is where it's at right but okay. at the same time he feels humiliated because they're telling him sorry there's nothing we can do you were out with your friends. You got a little too intoxicated and somebody snatched your phone up. And I thought to myself, you know, other than him feeling like vulnerable initially when he went right. out, 
I don't know what autism right. has to do with any part of the story. And I was trying to figure out if you guys could, if you guys had a different take on like, okay, I get it. But what happened to him is, <clears throat> is not, is not related necessarily to his autism other than the fact that maybe if he wasn't on the spectrum, he would have had a different response to this guy and not let him pick this pocket. I, I don't know. I'm not sure mm. because my son knows when somebody's trying to steal from him. Well, that's what they call it a spectrum. It's not just right? like, right. It's, it's not, not just, just a, one thing. It's, it's not one thing. It's not just a, and, it's not just a and B. Like mm-hmm. my, my son's, my son is on the spectrum and his whole thing is, um, behavioral lashing. So like he, he, um, he his emotions he can't control some of his emotions but as far as like he's sharp as a tag you know it's like the way he processes information takes on information but he has a lot of problems with transitions like transitions from one whatever it is from one thing to another like if it's time for him to leave like if you don't if you don't uh, preface it ahead of time if you don't like you know get him through the steps of like hey we're gonna leave in 10 minutes hey we're gonna leave in five minutes hey we're gonna leave in two minutes i need you to put shoes on Hey, put your shoes on. Put your shoes on. Then you finally, okay, is it time to go? Yeah, it's time to go. If I just right, go, it's the hey, we yeah. got, hey, we got to go. Meltdown, right? M- meltdown. It, it's not he like he can't, he can't pivot. He can't adjust no. in real time like that. No, he can't adjust on the fly. So like, and 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 I've seen it happen um, in the schoolyard where um, after school, go pick him up. He always wants to they always get let out under this this set of um, three different uh, playscapes. And he wants to go play, and I see him play with some of the older kids. Some of the older kids, you know, are just like, "Hey, let's go play this. Let's go play that." And he's just like, "No, I don't want to do that. I want to continue doing this." And blah blah blah. It's it, some of the responses are kind of innate, almost. They're almost like his brain is processing the change and what's happening slower, so his responses could be a little bit more timid and mild. And to somebody who's a predator, they're going to look for those opportunities. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna okay, okay. Oh, you're on the spectrum. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna be friendly and joking and make you feel comfortable and I'm going to give you this big bear hug. And I'm, you know, uh, at least how, how, you know, how I came up to him. Right. Um, you know, we hear the piece of shit in the story is, is obviously the guy who fucking, you know, pickpocketed because he's a piece of shit for being a thief. Um, I think if he, there are people out there that we know that are naive, you know, but even I say the most naive person that I've met would know like him not to go around the corner. You know, saying like not to go around the corner with this person, right? Right. Even though it happens, not right. to go around this person. Um, and a lot of times, I, I don't like my son. I, I'm not, and I will not teach my son that he's on the spectrum. Right. I don't. I never want my son to lead with that. I never want my son to just. That's not his to identity. be a crutch or an. Ex- it's and it's not an excuse. Right. You know, saying right. like you process things, you process things how you process things, and you and you work at your level at your pace. Everyone has their own pace. I have a different pace than Thomas and and Chuck. You know, saying like everyone everyone does things at their own pace. So, I hope that my son does not pick up on the habit of leading with, "I have autism." Right. Um. Right. And I and if and I've had clients, <clears throat> and I've, rec- I've had clients that was recently. That I've known them to be just like what I would consider quirky. You know, they're just like it's just a person. It's just their personality. They're li- they're a little quirky. They're a little shy, a little timid, so on and so forth. And I've heard, oh, um, I- I'm on the spectrum. Kind of mm-hmm. like a you're like, hey, just a warning. And I just I always go, cool. So is my son. I'm like, so 
so so what let's thank you for telling me that it's pretty irrelevant to what we're thank doing. you for your service <laughs> right exactly thanks, <laughs> thanks thanks for putting that out there into the world right you're i'm just gonna i'm gonna treat you the same as everybody else what do you want to have tattooed you know what I'm saying? like right. what do you want to get done like you know like like if you tell me if you tell me that bright light bothers you i'll dim the lights if you tell me that that noise bothers you i'll turn down the stereo sure or give you some earplugs but it's it's i don't know what else i'll close yeah it's still out of the shop i'll close you know i'll close my door i can agree our our shop gets really fucking loud on sunday especially on sundays um but the whole like leading telling people especially in a situation like that and and again everyone else is different i'm gonna teach my son not to do that not to automatically tell people that where it's important is if you're in, at work and you're getting frustrated at work and in any work situation, schools, projects, and so forth. If you need to tell somebody, you know, because of like, you know, you need things to explain again or so on and so forth, that thing, that's fine. But in general public, just like let everyone know. But again, I don't know what, how this one specific person commented functions. And I don't know how they perceive things, you know, as far as, far as uh, he right. feels so insulted. That's, that's a big deal yeah. is how it, it. So I feel like there's because of that spectrum, this is the responsibility of the journalists to explain what his spectrum on, is. Yeah. Right. And, and where he's at. Like, if you're going to interview the guy, you need to give the reader some kind of idea of where on that spectrum. this. Well, here's falls. The th- but they don't want to do that. And what this is where no, it, tell so. me what you guys think this sounds like. Because this is where I'm reading this and I'm like, okay, I I don't understand where the autism necessarily comes in unless you tell me that there's a level of autism that impedes or or informs the rest of the narrative. Because I know people that wouldn't necessarily have this happen to them. And so I'm missing a piece of the puzzle until I hear this. And it says, my past quote, the 27-year-old says the theft has had a toll on his mental health. My passport photo was on that phone. So I'm scared that the mugger has used my identity. This has really taken a toll on my mental health. I expected more support as a result of this, especially in the context of having a hidden disability. I've been suffering from panic attacks and depression. Um, He's also said, says that he feels that he more should be done to protect the vulnerable. And he's scared. He's going to see that man again. When and now when he walks through central London, he's going to have to keep everything close to him. Okay, so let me back up and tell you first a couple of things there. Whoever this is, Jack, it says, uh, it says, uh, now when I walk through central London, I have to keep everything close to me. This is something your parents should have taught you early on. When you walk through central London, central London, keep everything close to you. Central anything, central anything, central anything. Central America, Central California, Central Los Angeles, (laughs) right? Like, like definitely Central Los Angeles. How about this? Not even Central. Just when you walk around, keep everything close to you. Yeah. When you're on public, okay. Here's the thing, though. If he's so on the spectrum, right, to where Mm -hmm. he's just going to give money away and allow someone to rob him, right? Why are you out drinking, right? Why are your buddies? He's allowed to live his life. That's well, why. yeah, but like there's if you're a level if, of res- if you can't be responsible for your own self and your own safety, then don't put yourself that in makes position. you a ward of the court. Right? Yeah, because so this is my next thing. Do you have a conservatorship? And if you have a conservative, this right. is my police mind. So if you have a conservatorship, I can I can see where you're getting mugged and you know someone has to take care of you, yada yada. Right. You can't really make decisions. Like you have own. a caregiver, you have a caretaker, able, you have a supervisor. Right. 
if you're like Ryan Murphy or not Ryan, is it Ryan Murphy? Murph, Dr. Murphy from, from the good doctor show, which is based on a true story in, in Korea with a good a doctor who's on the spectrum, yada, yada, whatever. So that dude's so high functioning, right? He's a fucking doctor, but he's on the spectrum. He doesn't like when people touch him. He does. He, he, he responds differently. He's very blunt. He's very sh- straightforward, but he's smart as fuck. He, he understands if someone's trying to, to fool him. He's so smart. It, it's smarter than any fucking human alive right so if you're on a level where you're so high functioning you should be able to know and not give your money away that should have been something that was taught to you early on so i don't think that that this autism has anything to do with him giving his money away and allowing someone to touch him um i think that was probably the 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 fall of his parents not teaching him certain things like hey keep your personal blonde close to you if you're going to be out especially knowing that he is on the spectrum right um don't give money to strangers, you know, walk away from strangers. Don't let them touch you. Things like that. And I know plenty of, of autistic kids who you don't touch them and you touch them oh, and no. they lose their shit. They're going to lose their shit. And right? that's, that's where it says things like, um, uh, I expected more support, right? That's a quote. I think he's mad. Or, so he's, especially in the context of having though. a hidden disability. These are all like words that, activists and psychiatrists and psychologists use when they're trying to advocate right and so i know advocates have a role what do you think but do you think one of the things the ball well so i do think the cops dropped the ball right that's we can get to that but i'm talking about the whole concept of does the cops dropping the ball on a man with autism automatically make it humiliating i guess to boil it down to this headline, right? I, well, I know I it's the whole thing is, I, I think I think the whole thing is, I think the whole thing is humiliating to him. I don't think it's one thing. I don't think the, I don't think I the cops. Thing, yeah, uh, I, yeah I, if Ooh, when you point. put everything, Getting when you put everything picked. together, right. it's the cops dismissing him was the cherry on top of the whole entire, you know, uh, the whole entire cupcake of, of of feeling bad for yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's like. It was like the. It was like, of course, this would happen on top of it. You know, it's like if you get your car stolen. Right. You know, saying if you got if you got carjacked, you know, so and so. You you it it is this catalyst of events. It's this whole entire thing. So I think the cops doing this equals this. No, him get, going outside of the bar, facing this person, like trying the totality. to do his, try yeah, absolutely trying to de- trying to defuse by handing this person money because it's the best thing he can on the fly. Right? he comes up with the person taking advantage of that he you know, listen listen him up which he probably doesn't like to be touched like like my son randomly and get you finding out that your phone is gone and, and you gave this person money then you go and get the cops and the cops dismiss you it's it's not just the scott the cops dismissal that makes him that makes him it's just obviously like you said thomas you, i think you just said it um i think it was you thomas or i don't know if it's clickbait when you put the headline yeah. together, when you put the headline together and you start chopping it up, because the whole thing is this. Autistic man goes out for an evening in a town with his friends, steps outside of himself, meets the wrong shady character, mm-hmm. gets his cell phone stolen, mm-hmm. next morning goes to the cops mm-hmm. to try to file a report. The cops are not able to, this, to help him and they're a bit dismissive. That would be yeah. the whole entire truth for headline. Right. And you chop it up to like, up. Oh, no, I need people to click on this. Autism man goes, gets, you know, gets jacked, goes to the police. The police make him feel belittled. Fuck yeah, you're going to click on that. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, you, that's, that's, that's no brainer. That, that's that's where I guess I guess I break and this that's down. As, as I'm reading this, I'm going, you could tell me this whole article, right? Man goes to sure. man goes to bar, man right. gets drunk, man mm-hmm. has his pocket picked by right. an asshole who picks pockets. Man right. goes to the police. Police mm-hmm. tell him you don't have enough information because you were intoxicated and there's no suspect information. We have nothing to go on. Pound sand. He feels the cops aren't doing enough. The cops say, yeah, we are. But hey, you know, whatever. Like It is what it is. Song, yeah. It is what it is. We got other priorities. Right. And then the last sentence could be, oh, and by the way, the victim has autism. Right. Like as I'm reading this, I felt like the irresponsibility lay in the fact that the article stands as fucked up. Like this guy, this this poor idiot. Like, okay, you know what happens all the time? People get drunk and go out and get their pockets picked and the cops blow them off. Absolutely. Happens every day. All the time. And guess what? Nerds like me, nerds like my kid. Before mm-hmm. there was a diagnosis or a spectrum to be on, this shit was still happening to him. How about all the fucking sad, pathetic nerds that got rolled by Cardi B when she was rolling people for lap dances? I mean, what if one of those guys was on the spectrum? Then the headline would be Cardi Rob Cardi B robs man with autism. <laughs> you know. I, I I feel like just what they did, what happened is enough, right? Sure. And and I I sure I look at this stuff and I go, this is this is where we're starting to get into this. Like it's worse because it happened to me. I wonder no. how drunk he was. Well, for the cops to be like, no, you were too drunk. Because if he's throwing his words other, and right, anything yeah. out, then I get it. But if he's just like, I had a few beers, but I'm coherent and cognizant, and I know what the fuck's going on around me. Wasn't it the next day that he went to the cops? Wasn't it the next yeah. day that he went to the next cops? Next day. Oh, next day he went to the cops. But here's the thing if he tells zero... the cops how much he had to drink, it doesn't matter. Or if the cops interview point. the people that he's with and they tell the right. cops how much he's had to drink, it could very much inform them about the reliability of his eyewitness account. Yeah. That's the, the fact I mean, that that's the get... bottom line. Like, the fact that he got identity theft, like there was an identity <laughs> theft that happened, and they still were like, "No," I'm like, "Damn, dude, those are some savage cops. They don't give a fuck." About well, so that's because the, that's the thing. That's not you and I report, both know right? when it comes to identity theft, like you take the report, but you don't do anything with it. It goes to the feds, the financial crimes, and right, and then they units. put it in the stack of a thousand crimes. Mm-hmm. And when you have somebody who's got identity theft where they bought a house, and you have a guy who fucking had identity theft for four hundred dollars on iTunes. Yeah, the UK. Well, then they look at the MOs and they prioritize that. Come and if they can't, right? then like, eh. yeah. So but it's a, and it's bad for them. Yeah. I here's the thing. I would feel bad for any person that came to me and told me the story about how they got their pick phone stolen by a pickpocket. Sure. Yeah. Period. And that. then you tell me that. Oh, by the way, I'm on the spectrum. And I didn't understand that this guy was trying to pick my pocket. I'm going to be like, well, then if he knew that he's a special kind of asshole for taking advantage of people that uh, are, you know, have have more of a difficulty understanding the situation. Sure, this guy's a fucking asshole for taking advantage of them. Yeah. He's a piece of shit that you feel less than to you. 
Right, exactly. But this is where I read this thing and I got pissed was it's like, hey, you know, it doesn't things don't get worse on people based on how much it hurt your feelings. Right. To say you're humiliated by the police. No, the police didn't humiliate you. And if that's what you're saying, you're in a humiliating situation. And if if that's not what you're saying and the journalists were saying it for you, then they're wrong. But either way, this is the kind of shit that needs to be called out because hmm, guys, the way you phrase things really, really matters. Right, right, right. So I, I just wanted to talk about that one because it really I read it. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. Like, there's a bunch of people that are gonna think this story is terrible because the guy has autism. And they're gonna miss the fact that the story is not it happens every day. Right, 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 right. To people with or without autism. It just so happens that don't be the piece of shit that steals iPhones. And if you see mm-hmm. that guy, snitches don't get stitches. Fucking bitches who steal iPhones get stitches. <laughs> and, anyway. and again, in, in all honesty, it's like it's a learning. Yes, I feel bad for him. You know, saying, of course, that's a shitty situation to be in, be a yes. part of. Yes, I get it. I get it. I, how many I, shitty situations the, Marco's been a part of? How many shitty situations I've been a part of? How many shitty situations? Chuck got his ass burnt. I fell in a fire pit. Marco went through a plate glass door. Like, oh yeah, I'm I'm scarred the fuck up from that. Stupid dumb shit happens to everybody. You're not special. I mean, shit happens to Chuck like last night and the night before, the night before that, the night before that. Speaking of the butthole. Speaking of blown assholes. It was a great segue, Marco. Thank you. Uh, Appreciate you, man. Speaking of blown out assholes. Uh, did we? Did you guys read the article I sent you about the Australian woman? No, I actually wanted. I'm sorry, man. I got busy at work. Okay, keeping it at, like her boyfriend's ashes or something in a butt plug. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you the. the I, I did. Yeah, I did hear. I I did hear. I did read the header, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be in depth. Yeah. All right. Romance is yeah. not dead, even if your boyfriend is. Sarah Button, a 23 year old from Australia, her butt day mates down yeah. under. Yeah. was attempting to board an Emirates flight while carrying her dead boyfriend's ashes in a special place, mm-hmm. her butthole. Her butthole. A situation that she had Prison to wallet. have Counting known wallet. wasn't going to play out well as she documented on TikTok. Wow. She's documented on TikTok. I'm sorry. I may have to look this account up because I'm just like, how do you document that? Like, hey, this is my boyfriend, Bill. Bill's passed away. I'm going to shove him up my ass. He's going to take this trip the- with me. According to the New York Post, security officials pulled Sarah and her friend aside, assuming that the sex toy was some sort of weapon. They were not amused by the joke. Sarah ended up calling her dad to get assistance from the embassy in Australia. Sure. She stated that her late boyfriend had given her the butt plug as a gag Mm -hmm. gift. Sure. At one point before he died. Ooh. I mean, is it illegal to travel with a butt plug? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was it made of? Is it metal? Is it glass? Is it no. rubber? Qu- it gets better. Oh. Quote. Oh, it was better. initially a joke. This yeah. is her quote. Sarah stated right. her boyfriend had given the plug to her as a gag gift at one point before he died. Quote, it was okay. initially a joke because he said he'd spent so much time in there and it was his favorite place. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. It sounds like a shitty situation right now. I I, I just let you guys know when I go, I want to give everybody at the at my funeral Ouija boards with a with a little little tag that says "Keep in touch." 
I'm just saying. I, I mean, that would be funny. So that's the whole thing. She travels with her boyfriend's ashes in her butt plug so okay. that he can travel the world with her. Okay. I wonder what the butt plug mean? Because you know how they can do like the, the, the some of the ashes inside of like the little glass charms? Right. In- right. They, can, they can have the ashes like, made into a diamond. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like... The other is one, he like, the jewel? Is it... Or is it like... Did she have a little sack of ashes? Because some 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 of the toys could be hollow. Did she actually yeah, well, have like was it like a ca- was it like a like an Easter egg? Like one of those Easter eggs? Yeah, 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 Easter yeah egg like crack, cracks open. He's inside. You know what I'm saying? Travel. I hope it's screwed like, shut. Is it? Because they have to because it pop off inside of her. I'm well. That's oh. my point. I hope it's screwed shut. <laughs> I hope it's not like pressure fit. <laughs> right. Exactly. Clinch one timing. Yo, I don't know about I don't know anything about keystring anything, but I'll tell you what, like. What's the what's the plan? You get on this flight from Australia. Wait, she she was in Australia. Did, did she say where, she, where it was from? How long was that flight? No. I what well, doesn't even say it, it doesn't say. I, I just know that this is not the first time it says according to the article. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so disgusting. How do you sit down with that? I don't I I don't know. I don't know. I mean I have no idea. I, I, I can't know. imagine it, how it doesn't feel like you're constantly have a Turd, a dookie on out. deck. You know what right? I mean? Like, like a turtle head, right? If you got a turtle like, head. It's kind of, it's kind of feel like you got a turtle head about to pop. You know, like, the gopher is going to come out of the hole. The groundhog <laughs> is trying to find a shadow. And you, you, you hear what I'm putting down? But you really want to put it here's, down. Here's the other thing. Like, who is she fooling? Right? Okay. So what you're saying is, is that your boyfriend in heaven or wherever, mm-hmm. in, the, in the hereafter. Right, your boyfriend, the, your supernaturally passed-on boyfriend is looking at you, right? Putting his ashes in your butt sure. plug, right? And then taking the ashes up your butt through the airport, right? And smiling, going, "That's my girl." <laughs> I mean, this is the story. I mean, we, we, Tom, we've met some kinky ass motherfuckers in our lifetime. Man. Yes. We have. We've met some kinky ass motherfuckers. We, we've met some safety word motherfuckers in our action. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Who knows? May, and for all we know, this could have been a practical joke, period. You know what I'm saying? It may not have been, even been. It could have been ashes from the barbecue. It, this could have been likes. some Al, some, some well, Bundy, so, Al Bundy I, shit. I, no, no joke. I'm kind of hoping that this is all a big, like Andy Kaufman level practical joke. I get where you're going with this, yeah. Because, like, I'd rather it was a bit and some comedian's viral campaign to make themselves famous than this girl actually. Because I I can't possibly believe that that she honestly thinks that her boyfriend's looking down on her from heaven and and is happy Mm -hmm. that she's traveling with his ashes in her butt. So then I have to start to wonder what is her motivation. And so then I'm left with the conclusion... That right, I'm left with the conclusion that either that is not her boyfriend's ashes, and she's not only a manipulative, you know what, mm-hmm. but she's a lying manipulative, you know what? <laughs> like it's for the gram, right? Do they, it for the gram. You're willing to tell people that you have a butt plug full of human remains up up your ass for the gram. This is where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. 
This is where we're at. I can't. So uh, gross. Weird. We live in a Kardashian world, man. <laughs> and I am a you Kardashian know? girl. Yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that, but you can ask my wife about that. Like we <laughs> have, we have known some messed up people in our lifetime, for sure. And. I still didn't think we were going to get to a place where we were discussing news articles about a woman taking her boyfriend's ashes in a butt plug on a plane. There was a time when you kept that kind of behavior to yourself in quiet, polite company where it belonged. (laughs) Uh, It's a different world, man. Are people not taking fucking videos and, you know, and this is my favorite plug. This is the one that I travel with. This is the Thank one for when gross. I get into the hotel. This is my my plug from Disneyland. It's got it's got Mickey ears on it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you there's a whole group dedicated to asshole plugs. Hundred percent. Oh, I mean, yes. There's people without, who without like, without with tails on them and shit, and they walk around, you know, like with the tail. Dude, okay, no joke. There are school districts that are allowing kids to go to school like that, right? Like you talked about. Right. I mean, I've heard the, the cat ear discussion, not not a not butt plugs, butt plug, but not butt plug discussion, but with tails and leashes like they're allowed to be led around the school on a leash. No, <laughs> like a furry. Right. Like like a gimp. Like if you want to wear it, like this is the weird slippery ass. Like we talk about slippery stuff. Like if, if you're 12 and you want to wear cat ear, like anime cat ears to school like i think we can all agree that a 12 year old girl wearing a you know little sailor catholic school girl whatever and mouse ears and cat ears and doing anime things like right, right. i think we're all fine with that I think we're it's all fine going beyond that. that it's now I, i'm a cat you're gonna refer but to that's me the, as, the as other thing is it the point at which the kids allowed to eat out of a bowl in the corner of the room and lick their hands well, and wash was- their face and get led around the the school on a leash isn't did we miss the middle ground did we drive yes. past it and i wasn't looking out the car window did it well, was it on the map there the was a whole, is, there was a whole story about a teacher getting in trouble for not referring to a student as an animal and the student was like i re, I, I identify as this animal and came to school looking like this animal dressed like this animal wanted to be called this animal wanted to sit and like fucking animal and the teacher's like, no, like you're a no. fucking person. No. Yep. And the teacher got in trouble. It was a fucking article on it. I thought it was the most dumbest shit I've ever seen. I was like, this is dumb. Are you kidding me? What are we encouraging? What are we encouraging? Well, so what's funny is I just read an article or not read an article. I was just listening to and then read some follow up data to back up what I was listening to. That was the article. So check this out. I was reading about online social behavior and this might be something we have to do some research i think i sent you a link to something similar okay Um, but the theory is that online bullying is a, a behavior that is scalable only for women so when you talk about how a man or how masculine gendered people if you're going to use modern psycho babble terms okay Mm-hmm. the tendency for the masculine is to fight right you got beef you can get up in somebody's face you're gonna yell and scream you're gonna dove 
throw some punches, maybe handle it, squash it, move on. That Mm -hmm. cannot take place on the internet. You cannot get in a physical fight on the internet. You can't be violent on the internet. However, when you get to the feminine characteristics, you get towards not a a penchant towards physical violence, but a penchant towards verbal, like, like gossiping, right. Telling stories, talking shit, backstabbing. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And he goes, not only is that possible on the internet, it does scale up. So all of the online abuse that people start to take has to come in that form that so men aren't even capable of like that old school motherfucker say that shit to my face because they've never had it happen. Everything has been online their entire life. So I was like, Oh my right, God, right, I did right. not even like think about that. And that like, all the, the, the idea whole- that it's all feminine, that it's all this catty backbiting. And then what are they told when they go to school? They're like, Oh, you can't fight. You can't get in a fight on the playground. You can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, you can go on social media and you can be bullied. Like, you know, that's we we don't want that happening. But, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. But, you know, God forbid a kid talks shit on the playground and gets t- punched in the mouth because he deserved it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I was reading something that that as it was as it, this was the date I was reading to back it up. Do you guys know how um, and Marco? Uh, did we talk about Japan and how they handled these kinds of issues? Because I know you've been there. Yeah. Right. But I feel like, we, I feel like have, you and I, have you and I ever discussed how the Japanese handle bully? I think we did a very, very long, long time ago. I think it's part of the Manstalgia show. I was Might pretty sure it's part of Manstalgia, not, not this format. So, Chuck, they... they don't. If two kids are fighting, they don't step in and stop it. They let the kids fight, right? Get it and out. And then it isn't until there becomes a clear imbalance of power. Like when one of the kids losing or one of the sure. kids is getting his ass kicked, when the kids is getting bullied. And that's when they allow for intervention. But the intervention does not come from an adult or a teacher or a staff member. It comes from an mm-hmm. older student. So the person getting their ass kicked doesn't suffer the shame of having to have an adult come to rescue them. It was just another kid that came and helped them out. Hmm. I was like, dude, this is the most fucking brilliant form of schoolyard fight, you know, resolution. I've heard in a long time. And I think part of this problem is, is these narcissists, these little narcissists, I've never had anybody punch them in the mouth for talking shit and then let them back up and said, Hey, um, don't ever say that to me again. You want to go play handball? Right. It, yeah. They've never right. had they, that yeah, kind of like, well, Thomas, you and I have talked to us about this before. Sometimes you just need an ass whooping. Yeah. You yeah. I was actually, sometimes, you need to be changed, and it, this this has happened to me. Is that I've been on the receiving end? Oh yeah, like like oh shit, it went too far. That was my bad. That's mm-hmm. my bad. <clears throat> got yeah, got it. Yeah, thanks thanks for helping me up. Yep. Now think about when it. I was I deserve that. When I was in the academy, I was surprised when they said, "Who's been punched in the face before?" 
and the amount of hands that were yeah. so few in the people. air and then how many weren't in the air and then they're like how many haven't been hit in the face and then like 90 percent of the room r- right. rose their hand and i was like holy fuck you guys like have lived your whole adult life without an adolescent life without being hit in the face I'm like fuck dude <laughs> i was like you, you're gonna be in, in for a rude awakening we're about to do boxing and like the amount of people who have just never taken a punch square to the face blew my mind i was like jesus you guys need to be hit more well, because I, it teaches wanna, you so much i, I want to get into some of that stuff because we've talked about it a little bit but i i was reading some of this stuff that was talking about the problems of you know millennials but specifically now iGen and the the book is that you know iGen is like the next like like the next generation of kids the i generation the iphone ipad iwatch generation right i thought that was gen x no i think that's gen, gen z. z there's gen z and then i think the one next one that's being born now that the, the kids oh, now gen x. not all the kids are are now i think gen z is kind of already over gen z is now in their 20s what right? yeah my daughter's yeah. gen z yeah yeah i just tattooed the, the kid i tattooed uh, today is his Gen Z, and he's a uh, he was twenty years old. Yeah, tattooed him for his right. birthday. Yeah. So now the younger generation, the teenagers, are I think a part of this iGen, right? And it's like what my kid is iGen. Yeah, I think so. I-Gen. Anyway, it was just what I heard. It was it was fascinating and interesting. I just thought you guys would um, really appreciate it. But I also I wanted to talk about before because we're closing out. We have you guys ever taken? And I I know. Um, Marco, you have not taken it, right? The Myers Briggs personality test. No, you asked me earlier, and okay. I, I know, I know of it. Yeah, no, I have not taken it. I don't even know what it is. Okay, no. And I think Matt may have, may or may not have taken it. But what I thought it would be fun is because I was, I've taken it now like three times, three different ways, and, and it always put you out the same. It, it Slytherin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is it like a you're <laughs> racist or not racist type of thing? No, it's it tells you the archetype. You know, there's basically it poses the idea that there are um you know uh basically four categories and you can be one of two different traits and then you can combine those for 16 different possible personality types. Mm-hmm. And um I, I know it's I <sighs> I know it's overly simplistic, but I every time I take it, I always get the same result. And I there's different questions, and there's okay, I get the same result. And then when it talks about, um, like it tells you people, famous people, or celebrities, or historical figures that shared your personality type. And I was like, man, I'm I'm kind of fucked up. (laughs) You did not mind us to know that. I hate to tell you this one. Yeah. I need to tell you this. You didn't so say, I know what mine is. Spend any time with a test for me to tell you that. But I thought it would be fun for us to test each other. Let's do and it. See what we like. We'll we'll all take the test together and let's, see. Let's do it. If we each come up with the same result for each other based on our input, so we'll have to take the communal test. So I'm going to send okay. everybody. Like I think I send everybody. What do you think about this? I'll give you each the assignment to take the test by yourself. Okay. Sounds right, good. So you have to take the test. You have the, you have your results, right? Then we'll come on the show, and we will. I will take the test, and you, Matt, and Chuck have to give the answers for me. Right? <laughs> okay. 
And you have to answer what you think I'll say. And we'll do that again for all four of us on the show. So we'll just right. take a couple minutes. We'll take the test. Right. Right. And we will see if what the perception of your personality and what your own assessment of your personality is match. And then we will find out when you read the two, what your friends think of you and what you really think of yourself. We will read them out loud and we'll see which one the group says actually matches your personality better. Do I have to do four? One no. for myself and one for you. No, no. no we're going to, well, no, gonna, not by yourself. We're going to, we're no, going to, we're going to, we're going to do one by yourself. Yeah. One by yourself. And then we're going to go on. We're going to be on the, on, on the air live on the show live. We'll do the other right. four. We're going to do the other four and we're going to answer. So you, Matt and Thomas will answer the questions as if you were me. Right. So I will, mm. I will have the test in front of me and I will take it. And you guys will, you know, tell me what the what I should answer, and we'll go around. We have, we have to go quickly, right? So we'll have to hit. Right. We're gonna have to hit this hard, like right at the gate. We're no fuck around time. We may we may have to like we may have do two, a two parter. A two the two parter. We may have to. All right, so we're gonna do this. So this is when Matt comes back. Maybe we'll have to do it when he can. Either we'll do a, like a marathon two hour session. Sure. And just what? get both parts done. Oh my god. Okay. Or we'll have to separate it by two weeks because I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm flying asleep for sure. All right. Sounds good. Let's do maybe, it. Maybe maybe we can do it a night when you can get off earlier. I don't know. Okay, that's possible. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um all right. Well shit. Um, I guess that brings us to the uh, the end of the show, which means that it's time for some big joke energy. You- hey, um, I got oh. carded at a liquor store the other day. It- Oh, you did? Yeah, my Blockbuster card fell out, and uh, you know that was the end of that. They're like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to see your ID, sir. No, no. Once that <laughs> happens, you're you're good to go. You're you're probably you're probably fine. It's probably fine. Yeah. Hey, uh, I was uh out at the beach, and I mm-hmm. saw a hippie. I oh, saw that a hippie, happens. and he was he drowned. Oh and shit! The lifeguard came up and he asked me, "Why didn't I rescue the hippie?" Okay. What'd you he say? Was too far <laughs> out, man. Oh <laughs> shit! Hey, you know, go ahead, Chuck. I my penis you. was in. Did you know my penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records? Oh, oh it is. Okay. Okay. For what? Yeah, but then the but yeah, but then the librarian told me to take it out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you guys know where? Uh, you know, <laughs> do you know where boats go when they get sick? Oh, where? To the boat dock. No. Yeah, uh, that just happened. Yeah. Did you ever see a picture of Mount Rushmore before it was carved? Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah it was unprecedented. Oh yes, <laughs> yes it was. <laughs> wow. What's the best pickup line at a gay bar? Oh. Can I push on your stool? Right. <laughs> May I push your stool in? Oh, I got oh, it. I that's kidding. fucking funny. Do you guys know that I don't trust trees for shit? Why? They're shady as fuck, dog. (laughs) Wait, I got to do this one the right way, Marco. If I don't do it the right way, you won't laugh as hard. So I better, I'm I'm going to earn this laugh right now. I go. The baby roach, you know what the baby roach said? No, what did the baby roach say? He says, what happens if we get sprayed with raid? You know what the papa roach said? What do you say? 
suffocation, no breathing. Oh <laughs> man, that's good. <laughs> that is such a two oh, thousands rock joke. Oh shit! Wow. I'm going back. Oh. oh man, do you know why eggs don't tell jokes? Why? They they crack each other up, dog. Did you know that? Oh man! Oh. Oh, uh, do you know I don't? I also talking about the trees and not trusting them. You know I also don't trust stairs. Oh no! Why? Because they're always up to something. <laughs> oh my God, Mario's on fire tonight. What do you what call do a guy I... with a small dick? Oh what? I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. What happened? What about a small? What dick? do you call a guy with a small dick? Uh, what? I was, I was gonna put somebody on blast, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Justin. Or Justin. Okay. Yeah, Justin. Justin. Hey, did you hear uh did you hear the rumor about butter? About what? No. About butter. What about it? Well, you know, I'm not gonna spread it, so you know. <laughs> oh my god. Uh do you know why uh mermaid wears seashells? Oh why? Because she outgrew her bee shells. Oh shit! <laughs> that actually makes me happy. I'm a titty guy. <laughs> well, I mean, who isn't? You. Darkness. Sorry, that's who isn't. Darkness. Oh really? Oh yeah. No, he's all about that ass. Oh. All right. well, hey, you know what eleven says when it? You know what eleven says when it answers the phone? I don't know what. Fuck. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, Chuck? Yeah, I just read a joke. <laughs> Is it one that you should? Uh, you're oh, glad you read no. before you said out loud. No, I'm gonna read it. Oh no, here we go. Okay, go. Okay, go. go. Why do they call it PMS? Oh, why? Here we go. Why? Why? <laughs> because mad cow disease is already taken. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> uh, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> do you know uh, men? Men get get PMS too. Oh, unfortunately, yes. No, why? Yeah. How do you it's know? Called, it's called premenstrual stupidity. Oh, fuck. It's, it's, this is true. When we say things like, honey, are you gaining weight? <laughs> oh, I got one. Oh, right my here. God. How does how does the taco say grace? How? Let us pray. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, salesman uh, comes to the door and says, can I see your debt? Kid goes, uh, no, he's in the shower. He goes, what about your mom? Goes, no, she's in the shower, too. Salesman goes, do you think they'll be coming out soon? Kid goes, no. Nah. My dad asked me for Vaseline, but instead I gave him super glue. Oh, shit. Oh, oh no. Mm. My uh, my son, mm-hmm. speaking of Marco, my son is at the age now where he's curious about the human body. So okay. now I have to hide it somewhere else. <laughs> Actually, uh, you know, the, you, the, uh, the, I was to say the, the to to go along with that the other yeah, day. Yeah. Um, I was having a discussion about home defense with a friend of mine, and I said, "Well, just you know, make sure you dial eight one one." He said, "Don't you mean nine one one?" Yeah. I said, "No, eight one one." He says, "Why would you call eight one one?" I says, "That's the number you call when you have to dig." <laughs> oh shit! You know, <laughs> I had a thought the other day. Oh yeah. If two vegans get into an argument. Is it still called a beef? 
<laughs> Imitation beef. I kind of love that one for oh. some reason. Oh. So oh. Um, Grandpa goes out fishing with little Johnny on the lake. He pulls a beer out from his backpack and starts drinking. Little Johnny says, can I have a sip, Grandpa? Grandpa says, can your dick touch your butthole? Little Johnny, unfortunately not yet. On the second day of fishing, Grandpa pulls out a cigarette and the conversation continues like this. Little Johnny says, can I have a puff, Grandpa? Grandpa goes, can your dick touch your asshole? Little Johnny says, not yet, sir. A few <laughs> minutes later, little Johnny unwraps a pack of a pack of candy and Grandpa asks for one. And little Johnny goes, can your dick touch your asshole, Grandpa? Grandpa answers probably, yes, it can. Little Johnny says, then go fuck yourself. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, And on that note, <laughs> I think that's our closed relationship, gentlemen. Wait, hold on. I, I got a cop question. Oh, cool. If a child resi- refuses a nap, are they guilty of resisting arrest? Oh. oh ah, Good night. <laughs> oh, Mar- you know Matt's going to murder you for that tomorrow. What? Where? For what? I, I, however, am proud of you. I appreciate you. I to beat I you. I appreciate you. I'll, I'll get a text message. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get a text message full of hate. Hey, so uh-huh. real quick, as we're because the music's playing right now, we're closing out. What about whenever Matt's not here, we should do a segment where guess what Matt's answer will be, and we each have to come up with it, like two questions, and we'll ask them, and then we'll all agree on guess what Matt's answer will be, and the next week when he's back, we'll ask him the questions, and we'll see who is closest. Okay, I'm good with right? that because he listens yeah. to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So start thinking of questions. All right, cool. Um, all right, well then. And check. Okay. Test. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. It's next oh, yes. Week. We got to figure oh. out um, we got to figure out what we're actually gmail.com. doing for Thanksgiving. So, because are we going to record a Thanksgiving episode? What's, I mean, we record it on Tuesday or Wednesday. That's before Thanksgiving, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Locker room mailbag. Locker room mailbag at gmail.com. All right, so we'll record an episode. We will release it on or before thanksgiving and it will be something special for thanksgiving we'll have to figure out what that is mm. but i just realized that <laughs> this year kind of snuck up on me fellas i'm not gonna lie <laughs> oh yeah right oh, yeah, like, i'm very I'm like, ill wait, prepared for the holidays wait yeah next giving is next next week is thanksgiving when, what now Was that mm-hmm. so uh yeah so we'll we'll figure something out but next week we'll have our uh thanksgiving spectacular and we'll Maybe that's when we'll discuss Chuck's little food segment, among other things, with Thanksgiving dinner. Because last year we talked about starting fights at Thanksgiving dinner. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have to do something special. So, by the way, it's having a Thanksgiving this year. Okay, there's going to be something behind that. So, we're we'll definitely going to have to Yeah, we're going we're gonna to unpack that. And by the way, if you have any uh, listeners, if you have any stories about crazy antics at Thanksgiving, drunken or not, oh, that's not a bad idea. Please email them to us at uh, lockerroommailbag at gmail.com. Lockerroommailbag at gmail.com. And for those of you that have been sending us the ideas for t shirts, they're magic. Thank you. Thank uh, you. We have to wait till Matt's here. When Matt's back, we'll have to answer the question about what liquor would represent each one of us. Because that was the question we got. So, oh, okay. And I, it would be fun to guess. Yeah. Each person thinks. Anyway, so till our next episode, we'll be in the locker room. Bye.